In Ag and Review for the week ending March 28th, there was a big announcement from the Environmental Protection Agency. The long-anticipated proposed rule for defining waters of the U.S. and the Clean Water Act by the Environmental Protection Agency has been released. And it obviously has impact uh, to American agriculture. That's Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, who says they have worked very closely with EPA in crafting the definition, and this version differs greatly from the previously leaked draft. This proposed rule will preserve current agricultural exemptions from the Clean Water Act permitting process, which would include normal farming, your plowing, seeding, cultivating, minor drainage and harvesting uh, will not be impacted by this proposed rule. Upland soil and water conservation practices, agricultural stormwater discharges, uh, return flows from irrigated agriculture, uh, the maintenance of drainage ditches, all of that is not uh, impacted by this proposed rule. In addition, the proposed rule will not regulate groundwater. It will not regulate tile drainage systems. It will not increase regulation over ditches and it will not affect areas previously excluded from the jurisdiction of the Clean Waters Act, like waste treatment systems, uh, treatment ponds or lagoons, or uh, areas artificially flooded for rice growing, for example. Vilsack says there will also be a companion rule. That will identify 50 additional agricultural practices that help in, uh, protect or improve water quality. And these agricultural practices will not be subject to clean water dredge and fill permitting requirements. For more details on the proposed rule, visit our website at southeastagnet.com. But not everyone was quite as pleased with the new rule as Randall Wiseman explains. Under this expansion, essentially all waters in the country will be subject to regulation by the EPA and Corps, regardless of size or continuity of flow. And according to Ashley McDonald, Environmental Counsel for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, this has huge implications for the cattle industry. Because we utilize the land across the country. So defining what a water of the United States is has the impact of causing numerous cattle producers to have to have permits, um, which of course are very costly and time-consuming. So we are looking at defining pastures as wetlands, everything in a floodplain being considered a water of the United States. Um, anybody that has any common sense knows that if you define anything in a floodplain as being a water of the United States that has the capacity to hold water, uh, you're going to really shut down a lot of productive activity on that land. So, you know, it's, it's very costly, it's going to be very time-consuming, and it's going to be a big headache for cattle producers across the country. And NCBA is deeply concerned by this vast overreach by the EPA and the administration. The Supreme Court, as well as congressional intent, tells you that Congress intended there to be a limit on federal jurisdiction. The Supreme Court has said that it has to have a significant nexus to navigable waters to be jurisdictional. Of course, EPA here has basically said that everything has, has a nexus and everything's going to be jurisdictional, uh, which clearly shows that, that they believe there is no limit to federal jurisdiction. It also upsets the federalism principle that underpins the Clean Water Act itself. You know, the states are supposed to be the primary enforcers and implementers of the Clean Water Act. This takes all authority away from the states and makes all waters federal and therefore puts it under federal jurisdiction. Uh, it really usurps the state sovereignty, and I hope the states recognize that and are furious that the EPA is trying to take away their authority. And thus, McDonald says NCBA will be submitting comments on the proposal. Cattlemen and women across the country can also do the same thing. There are instructions uh, in the proposal that let them know how they can submit comments themselves. 
The other important thing is to talk to your members of Congress. Talk to your senators and your representatives. Let them know the devastating impacts that this regulation or this proposal can have on their operation and tell their congressmen and senators to do something about it. You know, it's Congress that needs to clarify exactly what a water of the United States is, not the agency. And thus far, they have not been able to do that. And we really need them to actually sit down and define what a water United States is. That proposal will be open for public comment for 90 days. And we wrap up for this week with this perspective from Everett Greiner. Eliminating world hunger will never happen, but we all know that things are better in some places than ever before. China, India, even parts of Africa have a growing number of millionaires. They can well afford to eat better. But if they were all millionaires, I doubt some of them would eat better. By better, I'm using American standards. For instance, in China, dog meat is a choice table food. Now, if that sounds gross, you won't want to hear the rest of this. In parts of Indonesia, roasted monkey is a table favorite. How about rats? I saw film footage of skinned snakes and rats being prepared for cooking. While China has its dog farms, uh, other places have hunters killing endangered species of monkey for table consumption. But if everybody ate like that, maybe we could end world hunger. And don't forget, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.